Hi, and welcome to the Mind Yourself podcast with Jazz and Laura and SpunOut.ie. Mind Yourself with SpunOut.ie. Each week on the podcast, we'll be joined by the guys over at SpunOut.ie to talk all things mental health, whether it's everyday life, relationships, or just your general well-being. The guys will be here to answer all your queries. This week, we are joined by CEO of SpunOut.ie, Ian Power, and we are talking all things about new student life. Going into third level education can present lots of different issues and challenges in the first couple of weeks and months, and we are talking about it all in this episode. Ian Power from SpunOut.ie, thank you so much for joining us on the Zoo Crew. Hey guys, great to be back, how are you? Really, really good, good to have you back as well. Um, this week, what we're going to touch on uh, is a big step in life for a lot of people, those who are going into higher education and those going uh, into college. As you know, the Leaving Cert results and from the predicted grades came out there the other week, and people now getting into this new chapter of life, as I like to call it. Um, but talk to us a little bit about the kind of new challenges and issues that those who are going into college are now facing, because it's a time when so many things change and there's different obstacles going into it. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the things that people are now faced with. Yeah, so I think no matter if you received your CAO offers a few weeks ago, if you're waiting on your round two, or if you're going back to college um, after being on the summer break, uh, an extended summer break this year, um, there's lots of different uh, kind of things to be thinking about. And I think the first is accommodation, and that seems to be top of mind for a lot of people. It's definitely uh, an issue that's coming up in our live chat uh, quite regularly over the past week or so. Um, And I think the first thing to say really is like, you know, lots of students wondering if they should put down uh, deposits, particularly those going to college for the first time. And what I'd say to you is make sure that you kind of get in touch with your course coordinator, see how much time you're actually going to be on campus, and then think about whether or not it's worth your while to actually, you know, stay uh, on campus or near campus uh, for the year, or if it might be more cost effective for you to commute. And even, you know, we've been talking to lots of students who were even thinking about that for pretty long distances, but, you know, where they're only going to be on campus for a day or two a week, and really they can save themselves a fortune. Um, I think the the downside to that, obviously, is that it's not the true college experience, but I'm not sure anybody's going to get a true college experience this year. So maybe it is worth saving your money and putting it towards campus accommodation for 2021, 2022. You know, who knows what that's going to, going to look like anyway, uh, you know, even in and of itself. Um, the other thing uh, that's been coming through as people are looking for accommodation is just um, you know how to go about that process and I think one of the things we've been advising students is to make sure you see any accommodation that you're going to put a deposit on right so make sure you actually go there in person a lot of the time people feel a little bit under pressure to put down a deposit when the scramble for for accommodation begins but actually this year what we were hearing from all the students unions around the country is that it's a buyer's market you know there is there's much less demand than there is supply and so you're not really going to be caught out if you even if you come to it at a late enough stage and uh, by the sounds of things, you know, make sure you kind of talk to your your students union for whatever college or, or you know, PLC course you're going to be going to and uh, make sure you talk to the accommodation office, maybe uh, there and get a sense of it make sure the demand isn't different in different places. You know, it could be higher in others, uh, but just try to get a sense of that yourself. But our understanding is that you don't need to actually feel like you're under huge pressure and therefore you can take the time to look at the property and make sure it's up to standard. Lots of times, you know, students arrive in places that they paid deposits for and it's in really crap condition, you know, so make sure that you kind of see that it's actually worth what you're going to be spending on it because you're going to be living there 
you know, for the year and maybe potentially spending less time going home and stuff like that if, you're, if your county that you're going to college in falls into restrictions. So you really want to be in somewhere that's nice and, and worth the money that you're paying for. And um, the next thing to do as well is when you when you do move in, make sure you go around taking pictures of any defects as well. We hear lots of the time at the end of the college year, students who are being ripped off and their deposits withheld from them mm-hmm. because of damage that was caused previous to them actually moving in as well. So having records of that and sharing that with the landlords so that you know they know as well that, that that's the case that you're aware. And then finally, uh, the last thing I would say as well is to make sure that your tenancy is registered with the the registered tenancies board, the RTB. Um, and the reason for that is if there's any problems that come up, you know, such as the withholding of a deposit, you've got somewhere to go and you've got somewhere to, to kind of um you know bring a complaint and and they mediate in many instances for issues that go on. So make sure that your tenancy is registered. And if you don't get a letter from the PRTB saying that your your tenancy is registered after a couple of months follow up with your landlord um, and make sure that that's the case because sometimes landlords are not registering their tenancies because they don't want to pay tax on the income um, and so we really have to follow mm. up ourselves you know to make sure that your tenancy is registered and you can enjoy the protections of the, the PRTB you know. And the landlords can be sneaky at the best times as well. Yeah. Absolutely. That's really good advice you know while we're on the topic of accommodation um, probably for most people uh, when they go to college they, that is the first time they're moving away from the comfort of mommy and daddy at home. They're out on their own. And it can be a really anxiety-inducing time. Uh, what tips would you have maybe for people who are moving out for the first time, experiencing college life? It's a totally new world. Uh, what advice would you give them for, for moving out? Yeah, I mean, this is this is really exciting, you know, but it is daunting as well at the same time because for lots of us, you know, maybe we had lots of support and now this is kind of you going out on your own for the first time. So even actually... We find, you know, really basic stuff, you know, things like, you know, learning to cook for the first time. It's a really exciting thing to actually be in charge of what you're eating. Perhaps, you know, kind of, you know, lots of students obviously making making their own food at home, but then maybe not always, you know. And so this is kind of exciting, but yet daunting, you know. So it's trying to kind of start off small and not trying to, you know, take on everything in one go. So learning you know, one meal and cook that for a few days, uh, one or two or three different kind of healthy meal options and and perfecting those and not getting overwhelmed by the overall kind of challenge that it might be. Um, Managing your finances is particularly difficult as well. um, And particularly, you know, when you're self-funding and you might be putting yourself through college, that's a really stressful time and it's it's a lot of effort on your part and this year we know is is potentially more difficult because maybe you didn't get the hours that you had been hoping for in in the bar or the restaurant that you worked in um and, and you may not have saved up as much as you hoped and so things could be tight and really the advice there is to reach out um you know particularly to the students union many of whom have a hardship fund so a fund that's there to support people who who need support there's the student assistance fund as well, which you can apply for through your college, uh, which is on top of the SUSE grant, you know, so it's an additional resource to people. Um, a lot of campuses now as well have budgeting advisors, which I think is really helpful because, you know, sometimes I think we're expected to have just, you know, acquired the skill to budget out of nowhere. And so really, it's really useful to kind of go in and sit down with that person and say, look, this is my income. This is what I have. This is what I'm receiving as support this is my expenditure, you know, help me, uh, you know, figure out how to make the two match. And I think that that's really helpful. And they can give you, you know, resources to go away with that, that will help you set up um, a situation that's kind of manageable and sustainable rather than maybe getting to the end of November 
and realizing that actually you're short and, and you know having a situation where you're panicking at that point you know it's about being proactive with all these things um, and there is support there whether it's from students union student assistance fund um, and also the the college budgeting advisors and um, definitely as well you know if you haven't applied for a Susie grant but you think you might be eligible for one particularly if the situation may have changed even in the last few weeks uh, you know applications will still be accepted normally up until around the the first of, of november we haven't seen any different dates uh, come from susie yet so reach out to them and ask um, and particularly as well we've seen a lot of students have trouble this year and um, for whatever reason maybe there's a backlog of applications um, but to reach out to your local td um, and they can follow up your application on your behalf and advocate for you as well so i think that's something that lots of, of students should remember so that they can try to to get access to to what support that is there for you and you shouldn't leave it unclaimed you know especially if you're entitled to it yeah yeah uh, going into college i think uh can be a challenging and different time um for people at the best of times particularly now when you know there's a lot of online learning and those who are going to be fresher is like experiencing it for the first time can feel I don't know if they they probably feel a little, little bit like they're going to be missing out because there is so many different things and you mm. want to get in there you want to make new friends and see different things so what is it going to look like and if people are kind of feeling a little bit not underwhelmed but like that they will be I don't know held back a little bit by it what would you say to those yeah look there's no there's no sugarcoating it it's not going to be the same you know and we're not going to be able to to do the different things that we would normally do in terms of freshers weeks orientation and parties and all that really good stuff and like look just fingers crossed we'll be able to do that stuff next year and and it'll all be able to to kind of come back to some semblance of, of what it used to be before and um, but what i would say is this look there's opportunities here you know as well and lots of colleges and and societies and and others in particular are looking at how they can adapt to this situation and you will be able to to make friends through those uh, networks maybe in different ways than perhaps before but as well we're seeing lots of campuses bringing small groups of people on um at, at a time to do the orientation and stuff so it's not completely lost um, and there's not there's not kind of um, a complete you know er, er, eradication of that type of activity like it's still going on like there is still um, opportunities to do that so so don't worry kind of research as much as you can I think it is a really daunting time you know you're going from school where you've got an established friend network you're going into college where you're about to go on your own path often away from your friends um, and there's two things to think about number one you know stay in touch with those friends i think a lot of us sometimes lose connection with some of those really good friendships that we spent six years cultivating and you know in many instances maybe even since junior infants uh stay in touch with those friends you know they they will be a support um and it's it's a really great thing to have you know friends for life that have come the whole way through with you and so don't forget those people firstly and secondly um think about the different ways that you can you know reach out to to different uh, you know, kind of contacts that are going to be, whether they're in your class, whether they're going to be through clubs and societies or sports, um, and think of different ways that you can you can meet up with those people, maybe just in smaller groups than we would have previously, you know, and, and to be proactive about it, particularly for anybody who's worried about making friends. You know, the restrictions are restrictions, but you can still meet up in, in certain size groups, you know, and particularly for those, obviously at the moment who are based in Dublin, we're, we're restricted to one other household, um, but, you know, if you're thinking about around the country as well, and if you're going off to another college around the country, you know, you can still organize social events. They're just going to be a little bit smaller. 
Um, but you know what? Maybe that's going to be a good thing. Maybe you're going to make make deeper kind of longer connections with people rather than low, you know, often when you go to college first, you get loads of acquaintances and it's really only kind of in second year that your circle begins to kind of, mm. uh, you know, become a little bit more tight and and maybe a little bit more kind of the, the friends that you're going to have for life. So maybe we're just skipping that that first part of it mm-hmm. and, and jumping straight to the friends for life piece. So I guess, you know, try to frame it that way and and to remember as well that everybody's going to be in the exact same boat. So, you know, when you're making the first move about, you know, uh, suggesting a group of you go for coffee or, or, you know, go out for drinks or whatever, you know, other people will be delighted that you've done that because I think yeah. it's, it's mm. uh, something that people can sometimes be a bit um, shy about doing. So, so really do put yourself out there. It's going to be a different way to be smaller groups of people, but you know, the, the opportunities are there and, you know, you never know, as I say, could be, could be skipping to that straight to that friends for life piece. That is a really sweet way of looking at it because I can imagine like I know that if I was starting college now this month I'd be absolutely bricking it I'd be so nervous but it's actually really nice to think that because you will be mingling in smaller groups so like that could be your core group of friends for your life it's a really cute way I love that yeah, it is <laughs> absolutely and I know a lot of people who and, and particularly it's becoming more common that you know people are talking about social anxiety and people who are not you know not made for groups and actually sometimes maybe that that start of college piece where there's a huge amount of socializing in large groups going on mm. you know it's not necessarily comfortable for everybody so you know for those introverts amongst us it'll actually be so hopefully maybe even a, an opportunity to to get to know people in a way that we feel comfortable to as well and it won't harm the extroverts because they won't mind the, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but especially because be part of any group because we've become, become so acquainted with like meeting and uh, interacting with their friends via zoom or whatever it might it, like you said it might just break down that first barrier of you know the small talk with a new friend perhaps if you're just meeting with like your group or whatever of like maybe five to ten via zoom maybe the first time you do go for drinks or whatever when you're allowed it'll make it less daunting yeah. and i think we mentioned a few weeks ago as well it'll probably bring this group of freshers that are going in a little bit closer because they'll have started the experience in in such a unique way that kind of group them together in a weird way so again there is positives to everything Absolutely. And I think the what what's really different about the transition from school to kind of further education or college is that you end up in a situation where you're in groups with people who are interested in things that you're interested in, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and it's a, it's it's so easy to make friends with people that we have more in common with. And so, you know, when you think about it that way and you think about, okay, well, look, if I'm really interested in my course, there's a group of people who are ready and waiting and interested to to kind of engage and talk and chat. And then, you know, equally, if you're in a course that maybe look, you're looking to get a career out of it and you're not super passionate about it, you know, kind of 24 seven, then there's the opportunities of the clubs and societies um, to to kind of explore, you know, hobbies and passions outside the classroom. So there's really so many different opportunities. And what I'd say to people is just grab them with both hands and, and to try to put yourself out there, put yourself out of your comfort zone a little bit. And then also make sure that, you know, you make time for yourself as well, because I think you're going to be so zapped, you know, whether it's going to be Zoom fatigue from having all your lectures online or whether it's going to be commuting is going to take it out of you or whether it's going to be the fact that maybe you're you're not, you know, super comfortable with kind of social situations, whatever is going to drain your energy, do also make sure that you create space and time for yourself as well and that, 
you're focusing on your own well-being and kind of doing the the regular things that we're always saying we need to do in terms of sleep and eating and exercise and all that sort of thing to keep keep well ultimately yeah and absolutely and absolutely ruining that first batch of dinner when you have haven't quite figured it out <laughs> yeah. can take it out of you as well uh, but just on that as well uh touching on it if someone is starting the course now and a couple of weeks in let's say they're just feeling a little bit different about what they about the course they've enrolled in if they're not 100% maybe it's not exactly what they thought what options are there for people who are maybe having second thoughts about their course okay so the key thing to do is to really try to get a sense of your course as soon as you can okay so there's different um, reasons for that there's different thresholds essentially after which you'll have to pay fees next year if you drop out so normally it's the end of october and the end of um december and end of january kind of so look into that research it um as it pertains to whatever course you're doing and kind of find out when are those deadlines really essentially for figuring out you know am i going to stick with this am i going to to look at something else and the key thing to do is what's great about all the different colleges is that they ha- generally have career services or career guidance counselors and actually you know in schools they're very well connected to the colleges in colleges they're very well connected to kind of the workforce and and employers and different things like that so they're really going to be able to give you a good sense of what working in that space is going to look like you know particularly so many of us go into college courses and we have no idea what they're going to actually entail nor do we know what kind of careers they set us up for so you know really that is one failing of the leaving cert system our guidance counselors are amazing but there's only so many of them and and you know it's not always possible to get a full visibility of what a course is like until you're sitting in it so to understand what deadlines you're playing with make decisions before or on those deadlines so that you're not putting yourself into a situation where you're going to have to pay fees next year if you're to restart and to do a different course again because sometimes those can be really prohibitive you know and the other side of it as well is that you know um you want to make sure that you're putting your grant to good use and that you're not using up your grant on the first year and you might not get it next year so really think very hard about if it's the course for you and if you're thinking and having second thoughts you know, really do act on those, listen to your gut, listen to your instincts as to what you're going to enjoy. And uh, the really important thing is that you do study something you enjoy because it will make it a hell of a lot easier. And particularly when you're studying hard um, and to talk to people. So talk to admissions. You know, if you like the college that you're in, maybe it'll be easy to transfer to a different course within the same institution. Uh, if you want to switch colleges, you know, talk to uh, different admissions officers in different colleges see if there's the possibility of transferring to them based on what you've achieved so far um, and really just talk and understand and explore your options and to try to make decisions before those cutoff points because they can be pricey otherwise um, if you if you don't kind of get to grips with those decisions early on. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant, Absolutely. brilliant advice as, as always. There's so much we could go on about this topic for yeah. ages. <laughs> uh, I'm assuming lots of great resources on spunout.ie as well if anyone wants to check it out further. Yeah, absolutely. And just know that there's uh, youth information workers online every day as well between 4pm and 8pm to answer any of these types of questions. So spunout.ie forward slash question. And for those learning how to cook as well, we've got a handy recipe generator on the website. Ah. You go to spunout.ie forward slash recipe. You can just put in whatever's in your fridge and it'll give you a cheap. I might need to Um, take a look at that myself. (laughs) I'm in need. (laughs) Amazing. Uh, Ian Power of spunout.ie. Thank you so much. Take care, folks. Mind yourself with spunout.ie.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mind Yourself podcast. We really hope you've enjoyed it, especially if you are someone who's going into third level education, maybe going to college as a fresher. Hopefully you gained lots of um, insights as to what it's like. Lots of things to worry about, but it is one of the best times in your life ever. So do <laughs> treasure it. And don't forget the guys from Spun Out join us on air on the Zoo Crew every Tuesday on Spin after half a talking all things mental health, general well-being and looking after yourself. And as always, if there's anything going on in your life that you'd like a little bit of professional advice on from the guys over at spunout.ie, you can, of course, submit a question totally anonymously on Spin's website. Just head on over to the lifestyle section, complete the anonymous form and we'll put it to the guys. If you have enjoyed the podcast or maybe taken something out of it, maybe please leave us a little rate and review. It'll help others find the podcast and hopefully make our little baby grow and spread wings and fly. Thanks, Emil, and we'll catch you next week.